Some people find the appearance of hyperfield generators disturbing. They say there's something wrong about their shape, not meant for three-dimensional space. Looking at them makes them feel queasy. I have never felt that way. I love the way they look. But it wasn't the appearance of the generators that pricked my nerves with a tingle of anticipation. In a few minutes, I'd see the hyperfields themselves. That was the real treat. Objectively, an active hyperfield isn't much to look at. Energy flows into our universe from hyperspace. Fascinating to physicists and vital to our technology, but as for its appearance, just black body radiation, a mundane glow, no more exciting than a light panel or a candle flame. But I've always looked at that simple glow, not as a physicist, but as the ten-year-old boy I was the day Linda Ryder brought one of her prototype generators into the dark cold of Midway. Warm light had poured out of it like magic, and my mother had smiled, had even laughed for the first time in my memory. Objectivity be dusted. Hyperfields are beautiful. The chance to admire them was a privilege of my research. Industrial hyperfields are surrounded by photoelectric panels hiding them from view. They'd be too bright to look at directly anyway. But our generators were in the open and produced a much weaker field, a warm firelight glow, much like Linda's original prototype that had so captivated me as a boy. From behind me, I heard Drake Williams raise his voice. Final call! Place your bets! I rolled my eyes. Of course, others had their own interests. Turning away from the window, I looked over our control room, crowded with half a dozen people. We'd set up our control consoles in the OCC, the hangar office operational command center, in the official jargon, and in contrast to the hangar, it barely had room for our usual team of three. Drake at the computer console, Kyoko Fujiri at the electrical engineering station, and myself watching the instruments and data recorders filled it up nicely. Today, two of our grad students, Beth Willis and John Ikira, hovered near the back, and Commander Warren, the base CO, had also come to play spectator. Drake had his hand screen over his head its soft glow casting a blue light across his face as it displayed the numbers from his betting pool on the upcoming test. How's it stand? I asked. The jackpot's over 150 credits, he said. Ten seconds is the clear favorite, but we've got some optimists today. There are bets placed all the way up to 20. Commander Warren frowned. Dr. Williams, I know you are not promoting gambling on my base. The smile in his eyes contradicted his stern tone. Certainly not, Drake looked very innocent. This is purely recreational, Commander. Hypothetical money only. Very good, Warren folded his arms. I'll put 15 credits on 11 seconds. Hypothetically, of course. I smiled. Navy men had a reputation for gambling, despite regulations against it, and since we'd come aboard the alley, we'd learned the reputation was justified. The crew seemed to bet on everything from traditional games of chance to the next day's menu in the mess hall. Commander Warren, his official position notwithstanding, 
hadn't failed to place a hypothetical wager since Drake began his pool. I didn't share the taste myself, but I liked to hear how the pool was running. The betting favorite reflected a consensus on our progress, and it could be surprisingly accurate. Today's predictions matched my own intuition that we were back on track after a run of disappointing failures. Kyoko pointed at Drake's screen. The simulation is finished, she observed. We are ready to proceed. Kyoko, where's your entrepreneurial spirit? There's money to be made here. But Drake had already shut off his hand screen, clipping it to his belt so it wouldn't float away, even while his free hand danced across his keyboard. Kyoko flashed him a cool look, then turned back to her own screen. I pushed off from the window and almost overshot as I swung around behind my own console, clutching hard at the rail to stop myself in time. Dusted zero-G conditions. Besides the